0: everybody and welcome to another episode of the decision hour i'm your host adam bird got another hot one lined up for you today folks uh this gentleman here he began his career as a journalist and then transitioned into film where he wrote and produced an award-winning documentary film and some other screenplays his sole focus now is on poetry literature uh, with the screaming silence which we're going to get into here uh in just a little bit, folks, help me welcome Mr. Lancer Howard. How are you, sir? Hey,
1: Adam. Great to be on. Thanks, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Looking forward to talking with you.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. Um, listen, we're going to dive right into it. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself?
1: Sure, sure. Well, yeah. As you mentioned, I kind of started my career as a journalist, and you know, I was kind of. Discouraged by, you know, journalism is all about facts, and I, you know, really had a flair for telling stories, and you know, wanted to get into, uh, you know, telling about, you know, talking about people's lives. So I kind of got into film and and writing for that, and and I um, at the, at the time I, uh, you know, I had a lot of battles myself, internal demons with PTSD. So that that topic really inspired me to write a screenplay about it. And uh, talk about some of my own experiences. One of my best friends, uh, yeah, awesome guy, I grew up with. He served over in Desert Storm, so I saw how PTSD, you know, debilitated his life. And I went through that process with him. And you know, I, I was having my own struggles and a lot of a lot of hard times. So it, you know, it really kind of kind of put me on this path to really figure out and you know figure out this monster that is destroying my life and my friend's life. And, uh, you know, I did a lot of research was corresponding with a lot of guys uh, over in Afghanistan and Iraq at the time. And I also was working on a documentary film on MMA. So I was, you know, one of the guys I was talking to a great guy, Tim, Tim Kennedy. Oh, yeah. Um, So he gave me so much insight, but it was, it was amazing because a lot of guys I was talking to for that course of three years were literally over there at the time. And I wanted to immerse myself in what their day to day, you know, heartbeat was like, you know, and, and understand and feel, feel the pulse of, of what it's really like. And that gave me a lot of, um, I mean, it honestly educated me completely on it. And then, you know, and then how I got to the screaming silence book, it was kind of interesting because I had all this weight and, and, And angst from, you know, a lot of these conversations. And I said, you know what, I'm going to turn this into something good. I'm going to polish this pain. And so I I wrote a lot of poetry. And it was the way I got rid of all these uh, emotions that, you know, not only from what they were going through, but, you know, being in in the, the grips of it myself. I, uh, I was struggling a lot, and, and the way it helped me through it was to write about it. And that's how I came, that's how the Screaming Silence book came about. It was very much inspired by a lot of guys that, uh, yeah, were literally on the front lines.
0: So it was an outlet for you putting this together.
1: It was, yeah. It, it literally, I, I needed to do it. And, you know, it was a lot of times you just get feelings that you have to express. And yeah. for me, the best way to express it was through writing.
0: Let's go ahead and back up a little bit. You know, I, I want to kind of g- go back to where you, you, you know, made this decision to, to go down this, this path. And, and, and you know, you, you spoke with Tim and, and some of the people, as you said, were over in Afghanistan and whatnot. Uh, how do you, how did you, this was a decision that you made yourself. How do you prepare yourself for something like that for, for somebody, I, I, were you, were you ever military yourself? You know, I,
1: I wasn't, but a lot of my friends, my, you know, my best friend that I saw that struggled with it the most Bob, he was, uh, you know, he's a Marine over in desert storm and, you know, seeing what it, what it did to him and his life made me realize that, you know, this is something that we got to talk about and we got to bring awareness to. And for me, you know, I think the best way to do it is to just take away the stigma of, you know, a lot of people don't want to talk about the darkness. I mean, I'm, I'm the opposite and what I wanted to really do with this book Adam is I I wanted to show people there's no weakness in you know the darkness it, it can help embolden other people to face their demons and everybody goes about it in a different way but at the end of the day you just got to you got to acknowledge it and I got tired also too I um to back up a little bit I you know, I lost uh, um, my father-in-law. He served over in uh, Vietnam, and he he took his life. And you know, I knew him. You know, he he was a guy that was like the, he could never talk about things. And and you know, it, it just it crushed me because it. We we all knew he was struggling, but you know, one day he just put a shotgun to to himself, and you know, it changed my world. It changed our world, and. You know, so I, I just got tired and fed up with, you know, and I lost another friend to suicide, and I just said, "Damn it, man, fuck, this is enough. Yeah. I've had enough. I'm going to do something." And my way that I can give back, I felt the best was through through writing and trying to bring other people's feelings to to the surface.
0: I, I, I there's so many questions now, and, and first off, hats off to you that. You you took in the initiative to go out and first off you, you found a purpose and that purpose was you want to make a difference in these people's lives right yeah. the way you found that was was writing this book the screaming silence Lance before I go any further real quick how, um, where can people buy the book. You can buy the
1: book on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. It's also, uh, you know, I'm on my Instagram page, I have a link where you can directly purchase it for, for Amazon. So, yeah, any, any of those outlets.
0: Well, And we, we're going to make sure that we have all the, the your, uh, your contact and, and outlets and, and social media stuff and where people can get the book, uh, you know, on this post under, underneath this and, and on our social media pages uh, and whatnot as well. Uh, the book is called The Screaming Silence. And, I mean, just this, just the name itself kind of makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up uh, a little bit. So I, I, I want to go back to the question I asked was, how do you prepare for something like this? You made the decision to do it. How do you... In talking with the guys over over in Afghanistan, you said you were, you were communicating with, with guys that were over in Afghanistan um, on deployments and whatnot. Was this something like doing like an interview type form or was it just like, Hey man, tell me how you're feeling and taking notes, putting this together. How does take us to where, how this kind of transpires into what you've created?
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it was uh, you know, you would, I would correspond by email, sometimes on the phone, you know, with Tim, we would call one another and talk and have, you know, a lot of times with, with different guys that have lengthy conversations where, you know, we could talk about some of these things. And, you know, oftentimes it, I think a lot of, a lot of it is, you know, people just need to get through whatever struggle they're getting through. And, you know, that if I could ever underscore one thing, it's just talk to someone about it. And the hard thing is that I found out, um, you know, with a lot of, a lot of guys I knew that, you know, were in the military, they never, the only people that ever knew were outside the military. And so there was this, there's this almost a stigma, you know, it seemed like it was a sign of weakness. Um, and they, they just, they couldn't talk with people, their peers, when they were in it. And it was only with friends or family members or people that were outside of that world. And oftentimes, I I find that in my own life, you know. It's like, you know, it's sometimes better to talk to someone to get an objective opinion that isn't that close to you so they can just let it fly on how they really feel. And you don't need to worry about seeing them every day and, you know, thinking that you're going to have to overcome you know this issue, so it's you know each each person it was kind of different. It, you know, some on the phone, and but I, I really wanted to you know utilize a format that they felt most comfortable.
0: How and long? Everyone different. I, I, how long did it take you to put all of this together?
1: Well, I, it probably took a course of two to two and a half years. Wow, that was on the research end of it, and then to write the the screenplay, and then. You know, I basically did the screenplay and, you know, the book during that year after the research. And it was interesting because the the screaming silence to me, that was sort of my I was, you know, I was writing another story that was based on, you know, my main character was a guy serving over in Iraq. And, you know, I also played on um, I before doing this, I I produced a documentary uh, film on MMA called Fight Life. And so I knew a lot of um, UFC guys. And I spent, you know, a couple years with those guys. And I my process is always to immerse myself in someone's world while they're living it. Right. And then then you can write most accurately from, you know, whatever standpoint you're and so I kind of did that. Obviously, I was, you know, across across the ocean from them. But it the process was the same. And so after the the research phase, I was able to write the book and the, and then the um yeah, but the book was really like I said, I mean, I had to I, I just had to get it get it out. A lot of these feelings, I mean it was just heaviness that had to scratch its way out.
0: Was it getting to the point where it was weighing you down so much that you just you were starting to feel I mean, you've heard the stories, you were reading the emails and it was just was there a, a time during that two year of data collection that it was that it was just weighing so heavily on you like I can't do this i I, I, I don't I don't want to do this anymore. did that ever did that ever come come to the forefront at any time?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean it, there were times where conversations I'd have and it, it just I mean it destroyed me i I, I had a hard time. You know, working, I had a hard time sleeping. It was something that I had to get down on paper to get feelings out. It was almost like a pressure that was building inside me. It was kind of like, you know, I you know, it's almost like that analogy of, you know, you know, boiling water. It's like if you, you know, if you internalize feelings that are really bothering you, it you know, you're you can literally almost implode emotionally. And so for me, I had to get a lot of this out because it was, yeah. I mean, you hit it on the head. It was weighing heavily on me and it, it affected me to the point where, yeah, I was losing sleep. I was not really focused on, on, on my, my day job work. And it was, it was hard because, you know, when, when you're living, when you're living that 24 hours and, and having gone through it myself, you know, having, having struggled, um, and had my own demons and, you know, different accidents. I, I just, I, I had to, I had to just get it out of my system.
0: So it was everything tied in. It wasn't just the stories of our nation's heroes, but it was personal experiences that you yourself had gone through combined with everything. That's, that's, uh, that's a big ball of, of emotion. And, and that could, yeah, I I it's wow. You know, that, that why anybody would, would put that on themselves is, is difficult to, to even comprehend or, or think about. And here, here you, you did that and, and turned it into something beautiful that people can learn from, from. Uh, now, listen, folks, if, if you're listening to the program Means you're already online. Open up another browser. Uh, if you're on Instagram, follow uh, Lancer Howard at Lancer Howard or it's at Lancer Howard. L A N S E R H O W A R D, and look up the Screaming Silence by Lancer Howard on Amazon. Get your copy today. Um. Whew. I want to, I want to ask you this question right now, uh, Lancer. You you're on a show called The Decision Hour, and and we've already in the short amount of time that we've that we've been on this program, there's been quite a few decisions <laughs> that have been that, that you've gone through that we've we've talked about. But I'm, I'm going to ask you this anyway. Name a time in your life where your feet were on the line, and you had to make that decision. What was it? And what was the atmosphere like for you at that time?
1: Well, you know, it, it's an interesting because it's a, a two-part decision. And I, I remember vividly the, the moment. I mean, I, myself, I was struggling. You know, I was having panic attacks every day. And it was literally hard. I, I mean, I had, I had panic attacks and PTSD so bad. I had to drive over a bridge to, to go to my day job. And I literally worried about making it over the bridge because if I had a panic attack when I was on the bridge, how the hell would I deal with that? So that's my day-to-day state of mind. And it was destroying me emotionally because I would not talk about it with, you know, I, I didn't want to talk about it with anyone. I was too prideful. And so I, I, I sucked it all inside and I would fight it. And that almost made it worse because you, if you fear something, you give it more power. And so if you fear it's going to happen, you're going to create a situation where it's going to happen because you're thinking about it. And so what happened was, um, yeah, I, I, you know, alienated everything with my wife. And one day um, I was, yeah, I was making a sales call. I'm a sales guy. And I was in the lobby of, you uh, Uh, Raley's. It's a, it's a grocery chain in Sacramento and waiting for my appointment with, you know, the person I was there to see. And I woke up and I was like, what happened? And I was face down on, uh, on the marble floor. And I, I, I just, I passed out from, I guess I had a panic attack and I blacked out and I knocked out six of my teeth and pretty much smashed all my other teeth. And I woke up not knowing what happened. And that's the scary part, you know, that paramedics and everybody was around me and my wife um, drove up and I was, you know, it was really tough because I was alienated from her because I wouldn't talk to her about all my struggles. And so her and I were, were pretty much done. And here I am, um, you know, I, I didn't go to the hospital. I just, I, I pretty much just realized in my mind, I said, this is it. This is that moment. I need help and I got to quit fighting it and I got to get my life on track. So the very next day, I, you know, actually through the course of the next couple of days, I ended my 20 year marriage and I sought help and I talked to someone about it. And, you know, and it's interesting because I, I never wanted to, to seek Help, and I got to the point where, you know, I realized like not only is my am I hurting myself, but I destroyed my marriage because I wouldn't talk about this. So, how many other people and relationships am I am I going to sabotage? And that was my moment.
0: That's a that's a deep moment, and it's you know sometimes in life when we're stubborn life is, I don't want to say funny, but life has a funny way of getting us to the point to where we don't have any other choice, but to listen, but to make that change. Right.
1: Yep. It like, it it almost like bitch slaps you. Yeah. And you gotta, you gotta do it now. Now this, uh,
0: this happened before the screaming silence. Yes.
1: Absolutely. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, in a way one could argue that you know you you went through all of that because the screaming silences it, this book is is uh, full of poetry and and the experiences and stuff that, that we've we've talked about thus far It wouldn't be there if, if hadn't you gone through through that unfortunate I'll, I'll say unfortunate incident or or maybe we could say fortunate because of uh, because it's given us, it's given the public the screaming silence in, in which people can now purchase on Amazon. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's really amazing to hear that from a, from another side. I, I, me being an army veteran myself, have gone through the PTSD side of things. It's not often that I come across people that are, Openly willing to talk about it that haven't been in the military or whatnot, so it's very—I don't want to say refreshing, but for a lack of a better uh, phrase, I'll use that because it's—it's—it reminds me, and probably those that are listening right now, that you're not alone. You're you're, you're not alone in this. So, um, Lancer, before we let you go, I, uh, first off, again, thank you. Uh, and, and those of you, again, if you're listening, open up another browser, go to Amazon, type in The Screaming Silence by Lancer Howard. You can follow him on Instagram at Lancer Howard. Uh, and we'll also have his contact information as well as uh, pictures of the book and stuff like that up on uh, on social media. Any parting words, sir, before we let you go?
1: You know, the, the key is we, we got to take this stigma away from, from it. And so many people you know and I know myself and a lot of you know guys that 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 I know that to this day struggle about it they don't want to talk about it and the reality is it's not a bad thing it's it, it you can't have this stigma because it will cause you to just retreat and i think so many people are afraid to talk about this because they don't want people to know that they have it. And it's not everybody. I mean, if you look at it this way, everybody's got, got a weakness. And if, if you have this, there's probably a reason why you have it because you've done something courageous and honorable that is difficult to deal with the consequences on. And if you just absolutely face it, you will get through it quicker, but the longer you fear it, it will hang on you like a black cloud and it will destroy your life if you're not acknowledging it.
0: Put the pride aside because As, a lot of it, especially I think for, from a guy's standpoint, it's our pride. Sometimes I think our pride gets in the way.
1: Absolutely. And you well, have, it did with my with me and, you know, and, yeah. and I, I've, I've seen it with friends and, you know, nobody wants to acknowledge That it's there. And you have to, you have to find support, find a friend, family,
0: talk to someone. Yes. Open up about it. Open up about it because it'll help you move forward in life faster and and more importantly, happier.
1: Absolutely.
0: Lancer, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, thank you, Adam. The pleasure. Absolutely. Folks, that's all the time that we have today for this episode of The Decision Hour. But before we let you go, got to give a huge shout out to our parent network, Heroes Media Group. Go over there, check out all the shows, articles that are going up there. Um, If you are interested in becoming part of the Heroes Media Group family, simply go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. Until next time, you've been listening to The Decision Hour.